Let us go together before the Lord today in prayer. Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, Lord, we, we ask you to forgive us of all of our sins. Lord, we repent of all that we've done wrong, God. You've been with us. You've been so good to us, God. You provided a way for us to make it through the storm, through the troubles in our life, God. And Father, we come before you. We come approaching you as humbly as we know how. We come entering into the house of God. We come on our knees, God. We come seeking your favor, God. We come to honor you, to show you glory and honor for all the good that you've done to us, God. Teach us your ways, Father God. Teach us how to enter into your presence, God, so my prayers will reach your throne and you look down on favor, God. You will deliver us from our troubles. We ask that you watch over those we're praying for. That they too may come into the house of the Lord and show you honor and glory and you bestow your love and kindness and favor upon them as well. Guide our hearts and minds into your will and word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's go through God's house as we're led by the spying teaching of the Holy Spirit. See, as the world keeps turning and changing, we must continue to respect and honor God's house no matter what. Now, I'm not talking about the church leaders. I'm talking about how we approach God's house, how we should have reverence for that which is meant to be holy to God and to us. See, the purpose of God's house is not for us to come to just pay tithes and offerings and be entertained. It is meant to be a place where we can learn of God, a place where we can seek forgiveness and repentance for our sins. See, it's meant to be a place of prayer where the Spirit of the Lord would dwell and, and we're able to see the presence of God in our life and the changes that God going to make in our life. It, it, it's a, a place where we come to know God better. The Scriptures teach us that we should God over our steps when we go into the house of God. See, go near to listen rather than offer sacrifices of fools who don't know what, they, what they're doing is wrong. See, when we enter in, we should not be quick with our mouth or hasty in our hearts to utter things before God. God is in heaven and we are on earth, so we should let our words be fruit. We see many things in many buildings on earth that act like they represent God and God's house. We should be representing the, that which is holy to God, that which is to come. See, we got to get this thing about God's house, the church of Christ Jesus right in our hearts and our minds so we can receive from God and we can honor God right. Our hope is to stand in the house of God that is coming in Christ Jesus. It's God's will for us to dwell with him in his house. This is God's purpose for the whole church, for the house of God, for the temple of the Lord to be here. Those who walk as blameless will minister in the house of God. See, no one who practices deceit will dwell in God's house. No one who speaks falsely will stand in God's presence. We, You and I got to understand that 
We got to treat the house of God as holy. But God makes us a promise that if we walk in obedience to him and keep his requirements, that we will govern in his house and we have charge over his courts and the Lord will give us a place among those who are standing before him. So you must be mindful of what we do in God's house, how we carry ourselves and the things we allow to occur in God's house. We don't want Jesus to drive us out as he did those who sold goods in the house of God. Go with me to Luke chapter 19 verses 45 to 46. So we must enter God's house to honor the Lord, to to pray for help so we can make it through in seeking the will of God. Luke chapter 19 verses 45 to 46 says, When Jesus entered the temple courts, he began to drive out those who were selling. It is written, he said, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it into a den of robbers. We cannot make God's house look like the world in the way we come in and what we do in God's house. In the past, people came to God's house to sell their merchandise. And Jesus made a whip cord and, and drove them out of the temple, of course. And Jesus said, stop turning my father's house into a market. So we cannot be confused about what the house of God represents. Is it about the magnificent building and all these wonderful contents? Or is it about that which dwell within? When Jesus taught us about this, he he said that, speaking of the building, that it took 46 years. They, they, they thought Christ was teaching, teaching them about the, the structure of the building when he was teaching about the building itself. When the Lord was speaking to him about his body, which is the temple of God. See, we get confused about what we're supposed to be honoring and we honor the wrong thing. So Christ taught us about the house of God. He said, don't let our hearts be troubled. See, we believe in God, we must also believe in him. He said, in the house of God, there are many rooms. He's gone there to prepare a place for us. He's going to come back and take us with him so we'll be where he is. There, Lord, what, is, what, what a, a wonderful promise if you and I can walk in obedience in God and walk in the requirements of God and we'll be able to enter into God's house, enter into the temple of God through Christ. It's God's house that should be supported by the community in every area it serves. As believers together in Christ, having all things in common, we should support the work done in God's house. Gathering in God's house, breaking bread together, praising God together, enjoying the favor of God. So when we treat the house of God with honor, the Lord would add to our number, increase those who are being saved. Never forget the house of God we serve on earth is only a representation of that which is to come. See, God does not live in houses made by human hands. Heaven and his throne and earth is his footstool. What kind of house can we build God? How can we make a resting place for God? His hands has given us all that we have. God is above all that we can create. See, that which we serve has been risen in Christ and he has been risen from the dead and seated at the Father's right hand in heaven. 
And Christ is above all rule and authority, power, and dominion. Every name that is invoked, he alone represents that which is to come. The Father placed all things under Christ's feet and appointed him to be over everything for the church. That which is his body, the fullness of God. Everything is part of the house of God is holy and acceptable. In God's house, there's articles of gold and silver, wood and clay. Some are for special purposes and others for common use. Seeing those who cleanse themselves will, will be an instrument for special purpose, made holy, useful to God, prepared to do good work. This is our purpose for entering God's house. I don't know why we're entering God's house today, but the, God has laid out how we should enter his house and what we get from entering his house in a way that we, we honor God with the way we approach it. And this is the reason we serve. This is the reason we ask God to sanctify us. And just as Christ is faithful over God's house, we must be faithful sons and daughters in God's house. See, if we are really a part of the household of God, we must hold on to our faith firmly in confidence and in hope which we find in the glory of Christ Jesus so you and I can enter in. You think that when we see a, a beautiful house we, and it's well kept on the outside, that that means it's well kept on the inside. And this is where many of us get food and ended up seeking that which is not good. See, not everything that looks good on the outside is good on the inside. See, this is the reason God looks at our hearts. He doesn't look at our outside. He doesn't grade us by the way we carry ourselves and dress ourselves. So neither should we look at God's house and grade it as the way they build it and construct it and what's on the inside. But what is the Spirit doing on the inside? What's going on on the inside? What's happening in the heart of this house is what we're looking for. See, many of us have been in a situation like that of Jacob who needed help and support from the Lord. See, Jacob made a vow to God that the Lord would, would be with him, would watch over him on his journey, will ensure that he had food and his clothes didn't wear out, that his travel was safe, that Jacob would honor God's house by giving a tenth of what God gives him back to God. See, sometimes after the Lord has blessed us in his house, we started to forget about the need to support God's house. When the Lord becomes displeased with the way we are living and the way the priests and the leaders are managing God's house, he stops watching over it. In the time of Nehemiah, this occurred and it occurs today. See, he asked the priests why they're neglecting God's house. Nehemiah had the people turn back to God. He rebuked, rebuked those who was managing God's house and purified all the rooms, restored the order, the people to put the right people over the service. And, and once again, the people of God brought tithes and offers into God's house. And God's house was full. His storehouse was full because Nehemiah straightened out the mess that was going on in God's house. And sometimes after the Lord has blessed us and we get too busy with personal things to support God's house. In the time of Hagar, when it was time to rebuild the house of God, the people said, it's not time to rebuild the Lord's house. The Lord rebuked them saying, it's time for you to, for yourselves to be living in pound houses in these great mansions while the house of the Lord remains in ruin. 
The Lord said, you must be careful about the way you think about the thought of your ways. See, when we forget about God and his house and, 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 and increase and, and on our property, we only look after ourselves. See, the, the prosperity of the Lord stops. See, when we fall into bad situations like those of the during the Hagar times and we, and, and that we see today, because God has stopped watching over his house because of the way we manage, the way we live, and the way we enter into it. The Lord said, we plant much, but we harvest little. We eat, but it's not enough. We drink, but we never have our full. God says, we must be careful of, of the thoughts of our ways. We need to support and manage God's house so he, he takes pleasure in it. See, we expect much, but we get so very little out of what we do. What we bring home, the Lord just blows away. Why? Because we support and manage the God's house in a, in a terrible way. It remains not like God wants it to be. It's not, it's not fulfilling the purpose that God created it to be. And each of us is busy with our own house, doing our own thing. See, not only do we need to support God's house, but we also need to, to lead and manage it in a way so it is pleasing to God. See, not lording over it, not using tithes and offerings to enrich ourselves, but, but bringing tithes and offerings to, to fill up the storehouse of God, to fill up God's house so those who are in need have something to that God is, can be pulled out of the storehouse of God and given it and help God's people. Go with me to Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. Pastors, leaders, administrators, teachers, servants in the congregation must support God's house. This is not about supporting the pastorship. This is about supporting God's house, a storehouse that God's people can come to when they need, and they need refuge, and they need help. They can come to God's house and get the help. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, and that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so many blessings that there will be not enough room enough for it to store it in. See, God is trying to teach us how to deal and manage his house and we're misusing it today. We're mismanaging it today. We got to get back to what God has called us to do so God's house operates and God's desire for it to operate in helping and feeding and caring for his people. Just because... You have a right to do something that does not mean it's always good to do it. See, the Apostle Paul understood this. See, he had the right to earn a living and to receive support from the church, but he did not use this right. He did, not, he did what was needed to, to further the gospel of Christ Jesus so it was not hindered. See, not many pastors or religious leaders are willing to do the right thing in God's house today. Yes, Lord grants us a, a right to earn a living from God's house, but we can never forget it's about moving God's people forward in Christ Jesus and not our lifestyle. 
Everything must be done so the church is built up. Nothing should be done that is hindering God's house or God's people from growing. We're called to lead, to serve, to give a hymn, to give a word, to share revelation, to, do, to give an interpretation. It must be done so the church is built up and, and God is glorified through Christ Jesus. The wedding banquet is being prepared. The house is being filled up. The Lord says the, those who he, he invited does not deserve to come. So he instructed his servants to go in the streets and, and invite anyone they find. They gathered the bad as well as the good and the wedding halls were filled with guests. We cannot turn down the invitation to enter into God's presence, to enter into God's house. See, not only do we need to accept Christ's invitation, we also need to enter God's house humbly as we know how. Taking the Lord's position so the, the host comes in, we're invited to take that place of honor. Go with me to Luke chapter 14, verses 10 and 11. And we're invited in to take a part in what the Lord is doing in God's house. We cannot be too busy for God. Luke chapter 14, verses 10 and 11 says, When you are invited, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes in, he will say to you, Friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humble, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. See, God is making everything ready, preparing a great Banquet, inviting many guests, telling them that everything is ready, time is now. But instead, they're making excuses. They're turning away from the house of God. He said, I, I just bought a field or, or a house that, and I must take care of it, so please excuse me. We always have excuses of why we cannot follow the Lord. God is calling for us to come, inviting us in while there's still time. See, but we're like those in the past who refused the invitation. One said, I, I brought five oxen or five cars. I, I'm on my way to try them out. Excuse me. Another said, I just got married. I cannot come. We're always giving God excuses why we can't enter into his house, why we can't stay in his presence. So God was angry and told the servants to go into the streets and bring the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Yet it was still not full, so the Lord said, go into the roads and countryside and compel them to come. Even in his anger, his hand is still raised to save. He, he still sends out the servants to invite the lost to take part in God's salvation. So we accept the invitation and start following God and his son Christ Jesus, we become brothers and sisters in Christ, no longer foreigners or strangers, but fellow citizens of God's people, members of God's household. In Christ, we're joined together in a race to become a, a holy temple to the Lord. We become a, a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. We must accept the invitation as a one-way door that allows us to enter in with confidence through the blood of Christ Jesus, which has opened a, a new and living way for us.
Christ is the priest that is over God's house. It's not the pastor, the bishop, or whoever else tries to claim this position. Must draw near to Christ with sincere heart, full of assurance of faith. In him our hearts are cleansed from a guilty conscience. Our bodies are washed so it's pure in the Lord. We, we are, so we can be faithful in serving God's house in a way that God will see us a faithful servant of God. You and I got to get this right. We, we can't be out here just acting like it's, this is not your house. This is God's house. This is not your temple. This is Christ's body. So you and I got to see how, how do we... How do we look at God's house? Is it just another building? And today we just enter God's house so casually. We treat it so casually like it's just a little church building. We don't give much thought into the way we enter God's presence. See, many of us come because, you know, somewhere down the road, somebody taught us to have a little knowledge of God. Maybe we come and we enter God's house so we can have, you know, what they call a, a feel-good moment with God. A lot of us come because, we, you know, we just want to hear a lot of funny stories. We think that's, you know, entering God's house is about some pastor or preacher just telling us some funny story. And it, you know, just giving us, just entertaining us. And some of us come because we want to hear this great music that's being played. And then some of us come purely for the entertainment. We just want to be entertained. It's like anything else on Saturday night. We just want to be entertained. And then some of us, when we're on our way out, we just we give God just a little bit of what we have. Always hearing, but never changing. See, we can't come to God's house for this way. This is not, this is not why you and I can come into God's house. This is not what God intended for us to come into God's house. See, see God's house needs to be considered a holy place. Lord, help us to Jesus. God's house needs to be a, a house of prayer. See, this is what God wants in this house. <clears throat> Lord, help us to understand we can't come to God's house just to, just thinking that we're coming here to make some money, uh, to raise some funds. We're coming to God's house to, because it's a holy place of God. It, it allows us to enter God's presence. See, we come to God's house because it is a place where we can come and seek God's salvation for our life. And Lord, this is what we find out where, where Jesus is. That when we're lost, we can find our life in Christ Jesus. It, it's, it's where we come when we're afraid and hurt and we're in need and we want to receive love and protection and help those who are in need. See, this is the real purpose of God's house. God's house should be a, a place of refuge for the brokenhearted. God's house needs to be a place where people can come in and feel the Spirit of God inside of it. Mm, where the Lord's presence, you can feel God's presence because you've been into the house of God. You can feel the presence of God inside this building, both night and day. See, God's house needs to be a house where the Spirit resides and it leads God's people. See, God's house must be a place where you can always hear the word of God. You can always find out God's truth. God's house has to be this place that God's spirit resides so it's full of love, it's, it's spirit-filled, it's peaceful, it's kind, and it's a current place so God can be pleased with it. God's people can find the help they need. 
This is the purpose of God's house. You and I got to return back to the right meaning of God's house and do away with all this stuff we're doing. When Christ returns, we want to be found serving in the house of God, doing what pleases God and not ourselves. Through our service to God, the Father, through Christ Jesus, by the Spirit, we have confidence that we come in and come out of this great tribulation, having been washed by the blood of the Lamb. We enter God's house to serve Him night and day in His presence. We, we, we are sheltered from all harms. It is written that blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb, those who are, are the true words of God. So let us pour out our life into Christ Jesus so we can serve God's house and stand in his presence. Glory to God. God is calling for us to come to accept the invitation to enter his house, to enter into his presence. Praise the Lord. Christ's body is a temple by which we enter to serve the living God. And through him we can enter. Thank you, Jesus. See, sometimes... We don't know how far away we're really standing until we are enlightened about that which we believe. I say this because the way I was taught about God's house was based on me coming to hear a message, enjoying the music, and giving a little to the Lord. It was not based on me seeing myself stepping into a holy place, a place where I'm standing before the throne of God, a place where the pastors, leaders, and congregations treat the place as a holy place of God. It was a gathering place to sing songs to God, not a place where the glory of the Lord was filled in. As God opens our eyes to see the true nature of his house, we need to change how we come into the house of God. We need to change what we expect to receive from coming in God's presence. We need to change the reason we enter into God's house. God's house must be a place that spreads God's word that is full of love, peace, kindness, and caring. What we do the moment we enter God's house into his presence must be pleasing to God. How we carry ourselves, the way we dress, the way we enter in must be pleasing to God. It is a holy place. If we honor God's house, he will bless us, protect us, and deliver us from all harm. Christ was welcome us in to God's kingdom. Father God, through your son Christ Jesus, Lord, teach us your ways. Guide our hearts and mind, God, so we operate in a way that is pleasing to you. So when we're in in, God, we're in 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 a way that is a way of honor and that brings you honor and glory, Father Lord Jesus, teach us the ways of God so we treat the things of God holy. Guide our hearts and minds today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you and guide you. Let us treat the house of God as holy. To God we receive all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.